Hello and welcome to Tradie Business School. It is the podcast where we have some real conversations, honest conversations, and sometimes conversations about the stuff that doesn't get talked about uh, when it comes to running a business, uh, often a small business, most specifically a trades or contracting-based business. I am here today joined by uh, my wonderful co-host, Michael McNeish. Hey, Michael. Hello, Miranda. How are you doing? We've got a great conversation in store today, don't we? We are going to talk about how to fire a client. So to kick us off, why would we even fire a client in the first place, Michael? Because they're really annoying. They're not paying their bills and I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm being facetious for those of you who are listening. And, and I think sometimes like when, when we want to fire a client, it sometimes it's because they're, they're really annoying. You know, like you've got... You've got clients that are wonderful, clients that you love, and then you've got clients that you go, oh, my God, can can you just go, and, you know, the annoying yeah. clients, and you just go, I just, I just, I just want to fire you. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing you raise. It's almost like, um, and I'm wondering if anyone's noticed this, is there's a bit of an emotional element often to this idea that wanting to fire a client or no longer yeah. offer a product or service to a client is that uh, for some reason they're not kind of playing ball in a way that works for your business. So I suppose yeah. that would be one of the first things that I would draw attention to is the for what purpose? What is yeah. the reason? Why do you want to fire them? So separate out that emotion from the logic of your reason why. It's it's really important because there could be a number of reasons. You know, it's maybe they're not profitable. They just don't make you money. Maybe the time involved in servicing them uh, is is just too is too much. It's not. It's not, once again not bringing in a profit. Um, mm. Maybe the customer service required uh, is is just too much. It's just too hard. What are some of the other reasons you can think of, Michael? I think one of the um, interesting ones is when you actually don't believe that you can deliver the result that the client wants. Mm. So sometimes we take on work and we realise, actually, this is actually kind of beyond what we can deliver and maybe your, your, your business is too small, you don't have the resources in order to deliver that. And it's kind of that breakup conversation that it's, you know, it's not you, it's me um, sort of element. But, yeah. you know, the funny thing is no matter, like there's so many reasons, there's, as you said, quite rightly, there's, you know, maybe you, you can't deliver, maybe they're not paying, maybe they're not following um, the rules of the, the terms and conditions which you've outlined in the conversation. Maybe they're actually not someone... Um, that are a good values fit for your company. I know someone in business that if, if they have a rule that if you speak uh, rudely and swear and use bad language to their team, you're out, mm. right? Mm. Like there, there are there are ground rules. And if you don't follow those rules, like there, yeah. there's like racism, for example, if someone's racist or rude or um, discriminatory, um, how what are your rules for that? And would that be why you would choose to let a client go? Yeah. Um, and it's probably one of the most empowering things you can do because effectively what you're saying is, I don't need your money. I don't want your money. 
it's time for you to go. And, and that can be really scary for a lot of business owners saying no to business, saying no mm-hmm. to revenue coming through the door because I think often we hold on to clients that we don't like because of the money. Mm. It's interesting, yeah, in that there's a cost, right? So mm-hmm. the cost of holding on to a client that does not fit our business is often not quantified or thought about. So the cost on time, the cost on resources, the cost on the psychological well-being of your team, which will then in turn affect their energy, their efficiency, their productivity, even their willingness to stay and want to stay and play in your business. Because play this out for a moment. If you have uh, a whole bunch of clients that are not ideal for you, that maybe you're considering letting go of, or firing, that's kind of a, a full-on word, but yeah, they say it, we're firing those clients or letting go of them because they're not a fit, yet you hold on to them because of revenue, because of it, maybe some fears that are coming up. What is the cost to your business? Is it even potential that uh, you could lose people because they're sick of it? They don't want to work with these types of clients. And your reputation as well. Like if, you, if you're delivering as a bad fit and you're causing sort of, problems you know the word of mouth that can be as a result of that bad reviews the whole lot can 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 be even worse you see it all the time it's the subby or the team member that turns up and they just park in the driveway and block people from driving moving out when they're providing a service that they leave cigarette butts or they just just things like that and this is not everybody i'm just using (laughs) something but this happens um it's the lack of care for how they leave the property you know they're in it for a dollar And, and this can be from a team member but also too you think about the way that some clients may treat your team that I've, I've read some really awful stories recently of the way in which uh, team members, employees were spoken to in mm. such discriminatory ways by clients um, that it was horrifying. And that just shows, I guess, um, my values as well uh, in, in, in noticing that. But this this will play out in your business. And so I think there's a lot of costs that can be quantified with holding on to clients that aren't a fit. And one of the other reasons, I suppose, from a, I guess, a more strategic direction is for those of you, uh, and I know this isn't everybody, and I'd encourage it to be everybody, what are your goals and what is the direction for your business? If you know that and you're very clear on that, then it becomes pretty obvious who doesn't fit with that, which clients are outside of maybe your niche, your target market, the type of clients that are going to help you achieve that goal. So if you've got that, you know, we talked about being profitable um, and getting into a more specific conversation. We talked about ideal client, hey, Michael, it's like. Um, maybe they're not ideal. They're not the right fit for you. You know, you mm-hmm. you, you do. um you know, modern kitchens and someone wants you to do, uh, you know, a, a heritage-style kitchen and you're like, well, we could do it and maybe you took it on board and you realise that this isn't the right fit. I think an interesting way to think about this is do you often think that in business your clients choose you, right? So, you 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 know, you've got the yellow pages, you've got Google and people are looking for a service provider, looking for a trade and, you know, you're lucky to win the job. Like you put your quote out there, you put your tender out there and you won it. Like they chose you and it's like you were, you are the chosen one. You were selected in that moment. Who has the power? And it's interesting because you kind of give the power to the client in that moment because they're running the show. You're working for them. 
right? But if you flip it, you say, I choose my clients. I choose who I choose to work with because I know that I, I'm the expert in the field. I'm the authority. I'm positioning myself as um, the leader in the conversation. And I will choose clients because I know that I can deliver a result for them. And I know that we're going to work very well together. Yeah. That's really owning your space, the energy that comes from a business that makes decisions like that. There's a certainty, which let's face it, with everything that's going on at the moment in the world with COVID, there's a lot of uncertainty. So I think any anywhere in your business you can bring certainty is going to be a magnet to people, clients, team members, hiring, whatever it is. Certainty is like the trump card at the moment. Wherever you can bring that in your business, I would. There's an angle to this that perhaps people don't want to talk about though, um, Michael. I think we were talking about it before we started this, started this uh, recording, this podcast, and that is the uh, being willing to maybe own yourself if part of the, the want or the emotional response to wanting to fire a client is perhaps because you're not delivering on your commitments. You're unable to. Maybe you've said yes too many times. Maybe there's a systemic problem in your business and uh, that means you're not able to deliver. And so, therefore, that's getting, I guess, tagged and redirected onto a client not being a fit because maybe you're a bit stressed out with it all and what's going on. Or maybe you've got too much work on at the moment and you're, the way it's surfacing for you as a business owner is to get a bit stressed by it and that's I'm seeing that a lot we see the you know, elements of that in our in our clients in our coaching programs um, where the I guess the pressure builds up and that can often come out in a in a response so I suppose it's the step here is to own and take a really um, an honest look and own your position in that desire to fire a client is it you or is it them or yeah. is it both I, I like, um, if you haven't seen Jay Abraham's strategy of preeminence on YouTube, it sounds a bit complicated, right? Preeminence, like what the hell's that? Um, basically, it's, it's you treating them as your client and, and you have a duty of care. You know, mm. you are you are the leader in the conversation that they don't really know any better than you. You are the one that you're, you're positioning yourself as the leader and the authority. And so, if you are wanting to fire a client and let them go because, either, you know, they're Either one of the reasons, you have criteria in your head. You know why you want to get rid of a client, but you want to let go of them emotionally and you want to just like get rid of them. Like they're just really pissing you off, right? That's not really demonstrating leadership. That's not really elevating you as an authority in the conversation because how you let a client go, right, is is actually your reputation as well. Yeah. The way oh, in which you have that conversation has a big difference yeah. because you can actually let a client go and win from it. Oh, absolutely. You know, I had this uh, personally happen to me where I got fired by text message and quite a rude text at that. And it was a really interesting experience. Now, I wasn't part of his his plan for his business, and yet the way that it was done was, to me, really below the line. It's like, dude, just tell me. I'm good with that. I'm all over business direction, and if I don't fit it, like – Please, honestly, I would give you a high five if you said, hey, Miranda, I'm not going to mow your lawns anymore because I'm going to go and do landscaping. I'm like, cool, go focus and let me know if I can help you. It didn't happen that way. And there's a number of ways that I have seen it happen. And 
you know, maybe it's the the ghosting of the client. Maybe it's the weird text that is, is those sorts of things. Maybe there is the kind of, well, if I just treat them, if I just ignore them or potentially don't deliver, maybe they'll just leave and not come back. Yeah. But the, yeah, there's other way. What else have you noticed, Michael? In, in what context, Miranda? Yeah, like um, in terms of the ways that people might fire a client that are, I guess, the not that would put into the bucket of not how to do it. Oh, I think <laughs> there's so many ways. No, I think, oh, let's know. just keep this up. You know, <laughs> so, family so friendly. Many. And I, I think, um, you know, the, the text messages, as you said, ignoring is probably the worst one. But also like... Um, having that heated conversation like all of a sudden so there's been no build-up no qualification no warning no explanation no opportunity to change and and improve and i think getting rid of anybody in your life whether it's a partner uh employee a supplier a client i think you can kind of how to fire up blank whoever that Mm. is if you were to get rid of a staff member without any performance review, without any explanation of your company values and expectations of the role, right? How will they know how to behave any differently? So conversely, like if if you've got a client that's behaving badly or you're not happy with how things are going and you haven't had the conversation first, then, Mm -hmm. hey, that's actually unacceptable. We don't tolerate that here and haven't had that conversation, then how will they know any different? Yeah, absolutely. Or shared that we're refining our business direction. This is who we're going to be focusing on. And there may be some changes coming up. We're really excited about our future. Uh, it's all of those things. You know, this reminds me of the survivor, the blind sides at the, uh, you know, the, 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 the game show, the, the reality TV, you know, survivor where they're all on the island. They've got to on vote each other out. Yeah. And yeah. so they all conspire for the days in advance to, to blindside somebody. So they don't know they're going to get voted out. Mm. And it's like, wow, I didn't see that coming. And some of them are sort of like, well, well played, guys, uh, but they're in a game. Mm. Some of them are like very deeply hurt by it. They thought they could trust this. These are human beings, yeah. human beings uh, after all, yeah. and you don't know what's always going on for them. So how I suppose we've touched on a few topics, but if we were to um, sort of wrap up with a few tips on how to fire a client in a nice way, in a way that yeah. is a good outcome for all sides, what would you? I what? think I think I think number one is actually um, write it. Number one, you want to have a system for how you do it. You want to have a process mm. documented rather than making it up on the fly. Like if you're going to do it, make sure that you've thought about the process that you want to follow in order to do so before you go into doing it. Otherwise, you're going to be winging it. It's going to be emotional. You're unprepared, okay? I I think the next thing that you really want to make sure that you're doing is being very clear with behavioural expectations of your client and opening Mm -hmm. up that conversation. So whether or not you have terms and conditions, you've been very, have you been clear? Identify, Mm -hmm. have you been clear with what's acceptable and unacceptable? Because your client will say the same thing to you you, it, it goes both ways. So yeah. um, have you had that that conversation? And also, if you do want to let them go, depending on the reason, find out where should they go from here? You're like, if you're going to get rid of someone on a job and like, and you're going let, to let, let them out in the cold, you know, think about as the leader, as, as 
that as your client, even though they, you know, you, it may not be working out, you have a responsibility in some level to go, where do I go from here? Because that, that will position you in a much better way. Not only do you say, hey, I think this is not working. I want you to have a, a much better outcome. I think you should, should go here. Now, that conversation might be different if they're not paying their bills. That mm. conversation might be different if they're completely rude and harassment and, you know, like yeah. that's a different conversation. So it's really contextual. I think you've got to think about what's appropriate for that conversation. Yeah, I, yeah great, great, uh, great steps. I'd probably add a couple. One is it might probably go before the process or system is to be very clear on the criteria for firing or letting go of a client. Yeah, why uh, do we How, yeah, For what reasons yeah. do we? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've thought about that in advance, for one, that's going to put your business far ahead um, of others because you're already thinking about your direction and what matches and what doesn't. Uh, that's another whole conversation, but that's a, it's a really mm. important step. The other one is to just notice when emotion is coming into it, when you're being reactive and emotional and to put steps in place and actually sort of either stop and breathe to five before you know, breathe to five, count to five while you breathe, uh, before you respond. <laughs> Yeah, breathe while counting. <laughs> yeah, is to, um, is to notice when maybe you're being a bit emotional and reactive and to put steps in place. Uh, write the email and let it sit overnight before uh, you look at it and you come back with fresh eyes or have somebody else review it objectively before you send it if you can't afford time, uh, those sorts of things. Even have some templates pre-written all ready to go. So you you choose a moment where you're not thinking of a particular client, you're thinking of the outcome that you want and you're being a human being about it and you pre-write those. So then that's done and prepared for when you have those conversations. So um, definitely bring those things into the mix because we're all emotion, emotional human beings yeah. and uh, we are all flawed in the way occasionally we'll just sort of snap and fire and, and emotion comes first and later on it's like, oh, gosh, did I really say that? Uh, and so put some checks in there. There's a tightrope here. Like and so on, on one level, it can be one of the best things you ever do for your business. Like honestly, I've heard reports of business owners getting rid of troublesome clients and doubling their revenue. Like because yes. they let go of this angst, their team morale improved. They're, they're, they were able to help more people. And as a result, they were focusing on the good rather than the, the bad. So their business was growing. But also I've noticed that some people uh, sort of pull the trigger sort of too much and they start willy-nilly firing clients because they go, oh, you're not the right fit. Oh, you're not the right yeah. fit. You're not the right fit. And then they have no clients. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And these, it's sometimes, um, and sometimes people can be a little unsure. I would encourage you if you're listening today, and there's a couple of things, and I know in our coaching programs, we have these conversations within our community regularly. We're there to support each other to bounce ideas off. Outside that, though, there's a great opportunity for all of you listening, and that is to use a community that is available to you freely which is the uh, tradies and um oh goodness michael i'm getting the name general contractors global that's it global <laughs> tradies and general contact contractors global contractors. 
I know. <laughs> sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth. So that's a free that's <laughs> available. And um, jump in there. Now there's you know there's hundreds and hundreds of business owners just like you in there, and you can ask. Go, hey guys, um, here's this client. This is what I'm thinking, or here's a response. What do you think? And uh, and it's a great place to to float those ideas and get support from others because being in business can be lonely and trying to make these decisions on your own and so why not leverage um leverage that connection and 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 the knowledge and the i guess the people that get it because they like you so uh there'll be a, there'll be a link somewhere around this podcast where you can find the group look for a button up down below or sideways it'll be there uh and and, and jump on over and i think i just end with this is that your nightmare client might be another's dream oh yeah yeah and so even that absolutely is letting them go uh, as an opportunity for you and for someone else. And also no client thinks they're a bad client. <laughs> I know. They don't. <laughs> no, we, we, ourselves, we never think we're bad, like, yeah. you know, ever. No, I, I'm purposely going to be a bad client today, you know, like no one ever thinks that. <laughs> no, so, so there we go. Trust uh, this uh, This episode has served you. We've covered all sorts of things here, you know, the reasons why you might fire somebody, uh, some tips on how to do it. And if you've got any questions or any other ideas that you would love to add, then just drop them in the comments below or in the group um, wherever you're watching this and uh, we would love to hear from you. There we go. And, and, and Miranda, you're fired. <laughs> I'm a great client. Seriously? <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Have a great afternoon or, or morning or evening wherever you are listening to this, everyone. Thanks for joining us Thanks. today. Thanks, Miranda, and thank you for listening. See you guys. Mm -hmm.